This episode of the Shatterbrook Files contains depictions of death and a character rapidly losing touch with reality. If these topics are difficult in any way, please stay away from these files and come back to us for a different investigation. Thank you. Since before I can remember, I've been seeing ghosts. Not in the way pop culture will have you believe. I wasn't the child from the sixth sense. It was just... feelings. Emotions baked into places around me. Sometimes people feel really strongly in one particular place that they get stuck there. My parents took me to a psychiatrist the first time I mentioned this, so I didn't mention it again. But it was there, nevertheless. Feelings. Ghosts. Ghosts are like secrets. You can ignore them, but that just makes them worse. They fester. I knew my fair share of secrets, too. What is it about the quiet girl, the nice girl, that makes everybody confide in her? The most private parts of themselves were given to me for safekeeping. Britain's drinking, Juno's love, Eloise's name. I held them gently and put them away in the part of my mind I used for noticing things that weren't supposed to exist. The first ghost I remember appeared when I was eight. I was in a grocery store with my mom, and I saw a woman standing in the middle of the street. Her face was gone. It was just blank features. When she looked at me, I, f I felt angry. I felt all of her anger pouring into me. I threw a fit, kicking and screaming. My mom was baffled. I'd always been a well-behaved kid before then. I, I never had a tantrum like that. I think I got grounded. When I told her about the woman, she just scoffed. Because the thing is... This school is filled with ghosts. All teenage girls. Along every hallway and every dormitory. There were girls who were pale, blue-lipped, girls with wires around their necks, girls with unkempt hair, girls with dirt caked under their fingernails, girls carrying books to their classes, girls sitting in the back of rooms, girls, 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 all dead. They're filled with anger and fear bitter regret that they didn't get to live. So much pain. So much that it became like a hum in the back of my mind. And I started to ignore it. Day after day, this numbing sort of pain. I'd see a girl and know her boyfriend strangled her on prom night. Another one overdosed after failing her exams. A third one would look at me and I'd know what it felt like to drown in a bathtub. All of that pain, all those memories, secrets, Wearing away at me like water slowly wearing down a stone. And God, they hated me. I suppose I can't blame them. I was the only one they could go to in any way that mattered. I did my best to ignore them. I tried to. For two years I tried. And the others never noticed. It was right there and they didn't notice. Hey T, you're up early. I'm always up this early. You alright? Nightmares? No. I... Well, I, w I was making coffee. You're sure you're alright? You look a bit lost. What time is it? Five in the morning. Oh. What time did you think it was? I don't know. H has break started? T, you're scaring me a bit. Maybe we should... Go for a walk or something. Every time I see you, you're just in the common area. Some fresh air would do you good. No, it's all right. I'm stronger here. What do you mean? No nothing. I was making coffee. Did you want some? Sure, why not? 
All right. Shit, that went everywhere. You all right? Thea? Thea, what are you doing? Writing. Well, yes. What are you writing, love? You're stuck? What does that mean? Nothing. Not yet. It's the wrong time. Love, maybe you should get some sleep. How does that sound? I'll clean this up. Don't worry about it. All right. I'll go. Yeah, get some rest. Juno? Yeah? Talk to Eloise. What? About what? Thea? When you get stuck, you have a couple choices. You can try to break free, but that's hard. Or you can pull somebody else in and dislodge yourself that way. But the cycle goes on. We were primary candidates, the four of us. We were in a quagmire of lies. The web had already been woven and we never even saw it. And the whole time, they just kept pushing and pulling at me, trying to get me to acknowledge them all with bitterness and anger. I was exhausted. It felt like I could never get enough sleep, so I stopped trying. I just sat around, walked around. And eventually they stopped noticing me. Until one day, I got up from the couch and looked down to see my body laying there. I looked so pale. I sat by the couch, cross-legged, and ignored the bitter triumph coming from everywhere, and I waited for them to find me. It was Britain who did. She'd had a bender the night before, and I always made her coffee on mornings like that. She came downstairs, rubbing her temples. Thea, she said. Thea? It took her a couple of minutes to spot me, where I was laying. <laughs> she thought I was asleep. She pulled a blanket down from the back of the couch, swearing softly as she stumbled and draped it over me, up to my chin. Her fingers grazed my face and she pulled away, as if I stung. It must have been cold. Thea, she said again, and reached out to tap me on the shoulder. Thea? She pressed two fingers below my chin and didn't find a pulse. She leaned down to feel a breath that wasn't there. Then she was on her knees, repeating. Thea, Thea, no, no. She pulled me down off the couch into her left and hugged me close. Rocking back and forth. No, no, Jesus, please, Thea, you can't. I watched it happen. My best friend mourning me. I'm still here. I said, I'm here. I'm still here. She was sobbing too loud to hear me then. I came and knelt down beside her and hugged her while she was hugging me. And the others heard her then. Eloise slunk downstairs, not making a sound. She opened her mouth to ask something, and then she fell silent. The perfect statue of a girl staring at another death. Unable to do anything to stop it. Juno always tripped down the stairs, yawning, a hand in her hair. What's all the noise about? She started to say, and then saw me. She pushed past Eloise immediately. Was she breathing? Britt, is she breathing? Britt, look at me. 
Britain was sobbing as hard as she could, and she shook her head, and Juno was swearing, and she slammed the door open and ran down the hall to get a teacher. She was good at figuring out the proper course of action. She did what she was supposed to do. Eloise was still staring. When she exhaled, her breath flew out in a tiny puff of smoke. It's cold, she whispered. Nobody heard her except me. And even as I hugged Britain, I knew that it wasn't enough. For the stuck girls to guess free, just one death wouldn't be enough. And now I could see the secret swirling around each of us, an image of a blonde girl with blue lips flickering in and out of sight near Eloise, a tall silhouette of a man over Britain. When Juno ran back, frantically explaining to her hall monitor what had happened, I saw two versions of her face layered on top of each other, staticky and wrong. It was only a matter of time before they fell apart, too. I'd say the first part was watching my funeral. They got my hair all wrong. How long have you been here, T? A while. Why didn't we notice you? You never noticed me. We're busy yelling at each other. I've been trying for years to stop this from happening, and none of you noticed. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Not really your fault. You're all so loud. You do stories and lies. You drown out everything else. I didn't have a story of my own. I just had yours. I took in the information you gave me, and I held it for you. That was my job. You never noticed me until I died. That isn't true. All right, we can stop lying now. I'm not lying. We noticed you. We did. You were important to us. Oh, come on now. You were too busy agonizing over your goddamn sodomy to notice anybody else. Don't make this about yourself. I'm not. You're making this about you. For fuck's sake, you killed somebody. Don't tell me about anything I'm doing wrong ever again. You killed somebody. No, I didn't. I didn't mean to. Guys, just don't. Shut up. Just shut up. Stop it. Stop arguing. We're making it worse. I'm sorry. Why are we here, Thea? Because we died. How? There were other ghosts in this room. A lot of them. And they wanted to leave. They had to bring somebody else into this to replace them. We were perfect. God, it's so fucked up, T. Didn't see ghosts? Well, technically, now all of us can see ghosts. You could when you were alive? Why didn't you tell us? Because you were busy. Yeah. You say the rest of us kept secrets. But it sounds like you had one too. Who was I supposed to tell? Juno, with her double life. Eloise, and her Annabelle Lee. You? Getting high and seeing chess pieces everywhere. You were struggling. Yes, and you never saw me. I'm here. I've always been here. And none of you could see me. I'm sorry. Too. It's not all your fault. None of us chose to be like this. The families and pressure and trauma all combining to make monsters. What do we do? Are we stuck here forever? If I tell you what to do, will you listen to me? Yes, of course. Really? Yeah, of course we will, T. We love you. That hasn't stopped us from ignoring her. We'll listen. All right, then. There are a couple things we can do. I have never understood the appeal of hunting for ghosts. What are you going to do if you catch one? 
It implies an unlearned level of control on the hunter's part. If anything, if you go into a haunted location, the ghosts are hunting you. I'm not sure how much time had passed since the four of us had died. Time is a concept for the living. But apparently, the deaths have made our school quite a popular location for those interested in the paranormal. Fair enough, I suppose. They aren't wrong. We're here. <laughs> there are five of them. Three men and two women. Three of the five are there to lug around cameras and microphones, from what I can see. And the other two just talk. They're always talking. This has been their most successful investigation, they say. Investigation into what? Isn't as if they're solving a murder. They even say that we died from unexplained causes. On their first night, they try a flashlight. They put it in the middle of our common room and tell us to turn it on for yes, off for no. And it's like the room splits. On one level, it's dark and abandoned. Furniture covering and cloth to keep off the dust. A single flashlight laying on the floor and the hunters standing in the hall. On the other side, it's gray and the furniture looks as fresh as it ever did. And my friends are sitting cross-legged. The flashlight is in Juno's lap. I watched a two-sided conversation happen. Juno turns on the flashlight and off. They start to freak out. Britain throws open the door and the hunters see the door slam and scream. Britain screams back. Neither of them can see each other, though. They're both getting haunted. It's fascinating on some level. Neither of them can see each other, but both are getting haunted. Two types of beings and neither of them acknowledge me as I stand and watch. Is it something about me, I wonder? Am I that unnoticeable? Was it like this when I was alive? It must have been. I can't do this anymore, Thea. I'm so tired all the time and I... It feels like I can't even function without drinking. No, I'm sorry. I'm running out and I don't think I have the money to pay for more. It's like I'm stuck in this cycle. I know how you feel. I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry. I keep piling all my shit on you. You didn't ask for this. Neither did you. Why are you always up this early anyway? Can't sleep? No. Just thinking. About what? You. The three of you. That's why I'm here, to listen to you. Thea, you're a person too, you know? I am. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that. I get it. I'm glad you're here. You keep the rest of us sane. Then it's worth it. What is? Staying here. It's worth it if it helps you. Staying where? Just... here. This room. This school. I'll always be here. For us? Yes, for you. I love you, Thea. How do you know? Because I wouldn't be able to handle life without you. That's love, then? You can't live without me, so I'll be here for you? I think it is. I like that. On the second day, they brought out a Ouija board. I'm not sure if it was Juno's idea or the hunter's. Maybe both. 
Either way, they came together from both sides. They sat down and put their fingers on it, and another one-sided dialogue began. Are you dead, Bea? And they were. But they weren't supposed to know it yet. They hadn't talked through everything yet. They were going to panic and lose themselves, so... Well, the girls were freaking out. I did what I had to do. I stomped on the board as hard as I can and said, Not yet. It wasn't the right time. The hunters watched the board break, and Britain throw it out into the hall. This was going to be their most successful video so far, they said. I watched my friends scream at each other. They didn't notice me. Nothing had changed. Britain found one of the hunters' tape recorders, and so it begun. A story to be set straight. A chance for my friends to finally tell the truth. I watched. I listened to the things I already knew. Britain's chest, Dino's love. And then, on the third day, there was Annabelle Lee. Jesus, you scared me. I'm sorry, I tend to do that. It's fine. Thanks for the bleach. You promise you won't tell anybody? This is getting repetitive. What? No, I won't tell anybody. Thanks. Hey, Thea? Yes? Do you ever feel like maybe you aren't a real person? Like you aren't really here? Yes. Although I feel this way for very different reasons than you. How do you deal with it? I've made my peace with it. I've got you three to be real and loud and bright for me. If I get drowned out, it's alright. I'm happy just to watch you. I love you guys. But don't you ever want to have your own story? No. I think helping you will be enough for me. You're lovely, Thea. Has anybody told you that? You're the best of us. They weren't talking to me, but yes, I've heard somebody say that. Really? When? I don't recall the specifics. But I think the specifics don't matter in the end. The secrets don't matter. When the big things are over, all you remember is how you felt. And how did you feel? Loved. Felt loved. That's it? Yes. That's everything. On the third day, Eloise refused to talk. So I talked for her. She'd read that poem to me many times. It was a part of her in a way. The longing. Being tied to another person in a way you can't dissever. I spoke the words and... First time they all heard me. And then that secret, too, was out in the open. And they saw me. And all that I felt was relief. My friends saw me. It was worth it. Carrying their secrets was worth it, because they were my friends, and I loved them, and they were there. I'd die for them. I had died for them already. I'd stay for them. You're saying one of us has to stay behind? Yes. I think they want me. They've been trying to get to me since I came to this school. They won't let me go now. I'm good at holding on to secrets. But that isn't fair. The rest of us are much worse than you. I'm so much worse. One of us should be stuck here. Oh, fine. Don't be stupid, Thea. Don't be a martyr now. 
You're saying you'd be stuck in what limpo forever? I suppose. For what? For us dumb bitches who never cared enough to listen to you or see you, even though you've been here for us the whole time? Let me stay. Let any of us stay instead of you. No. Why the hell not? Because you wouldn't be able to handle it. I've been here the whole time. I'm always here. I know what it's like. I wouldn't be able to leave if I wanted to, and I don't want to. Let me stay. Let me help. T, for fuck's sake. All right, I'm stronger here. I'm good at this. Thea. Staying here is worth it if it helps you. Don't you want to leave too? To rest, finally, after all this bullshit? No. I think helping you will be enough for me. Well, you do here by yourself. Same thing I've always done. I'll make coffee, I'll read poetry, I'll watch the girls who live here. Maybe I can protect them. Maybe I can tell them not to keep so many secrets. They can end up better than we did. That'd be nice. This wasn't unavoidable. If we could end this. You think there's anything we could have done? Any way we could have changed the story so it didn't come to this? No. We're us. It was always going to end like this for us. Not for anybody else. Never again. I can stop this from happening again. I know I can. I'm glad I had you. All of you. The four of us were awful and messy, and we screamed at each other so much, and I wouldn't have had nearly as much fun if it weren't for you guys. So it was worth it? Everything that happened was worth it because you had us? Yes. Maybe that's horrible, but I think it was worth it. I think so, too. Where do you think we'll go after this? I used to hope that death would be like that one Oscar Wilde line from the Canterville Ghost. You know, death must be so beautiful to lie in the soft brown earth. The grass is waving above one's head. Listen to silence. I have no yesterday and no tomorrow. Forget time. Forgive life. Be at peace. There you go, T. Got a story of your own. The Shadow Brook Ghost. <laughs> oh, I suppose I do. I hope you're right. That death's just being at peace. I know it's more than I deserve. Oh, shut up about deserving punishment. I'm the Jewish one. We all deserve some rest. At the end of all this, we deserve a good ending. So how do we move on? Just have to let go. All right. Let's have a hug then. Oh, fuck. I love you. I loved being your leader. You awful people, I loved you so much. Well, I wanted you, you know? All of you. All the horror, all the bitchiness, just you. With all of me for once. I'm sorry. My name is Thea. I had brown hair and blue eyes. I had parents and a sister. We had friends 
and I loved them all so much. I'll stay here for as long as I can. There's too much anger and pain, bitter regret. I'll try to provide something else. My friends loved me and I loved them. That's what I'll try to leave behind as long as I'm here. Just love. That'll be enough. What else is there after all? We're here on our last day of our investigation into Shadowbrook Prep School, where four girls died in unexplained circumstances in the fall of last year. We've gotten some very impressive results so far, and we're just going in to pick up the recorder we'd left to see if it picked up anything we might have missed, and... Oh, that's weird. I left it in the hallway. Looks like it's moved a few feet into the room. Normally, I'd be really excited about this, but this investigation has been hyperactive, so this is just another drop in the bucket. Let's see if it's picked up anything. No one will believe us. I can't hold that against you. <laughs> I wouldn't believe us either, but I need someone to hear our side of the story at least. What happened wasn't our fault. Or if it was, it was a lot of other people's fault too. This episode of The Shadowbrook Files stars Olivia Spring, Tessa Perjomo, Emma Renson, Rose Madsen, and Thomas Malinowski. It was written by Thomas Malinowski and edited by Olivia Spring. Original music was composed by Vaz Mietzkowski, and the rest is from Epidemic Sound. Cover art is by our friend on Instagram at Scribbling Senate. Special thanks to our patrons, Tessa Perjomo, James Harper, Jennifer Barlett, and John Ashley Mulvaney. If you'd like to support the Shadowbrook Files and any future podcasts, check us out on our Patreon at Malinovsky and Spreen and on our Instagram at Malinovsky and Spreen. Thank you for joining us on this investigation. We really appreciate it.